Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Sensitive Collective Podcast. I am your host and healing mentor, Laura Ann, and I created Sensitive Collective to be a space where empaths and sensitives can come and receive guidance, love, and support on their own healing and empowerment journey. Whether with just me or one of my guests, we show up in vulnerability to share our own stories and insights with the intention of creating a network of support for you, dear listener. Because feeling all the feels, healing from past trauma, old patterns, and learning how to navigate and fully step into your sensitivity superpowers can feel confusing and sometimes, honestly, super lonely. But you are not alone. There are more of us empaths and sensitives waking up to our nature every single day. And the work you're doing to heal yourself and claim your power is the work that will transform both you and the entire world. And it's why we're here. So join me on this sacred journey of self-discovery, self-love, and self-healing. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll do it all together. I'm so happy you're here. Enjoy. Hey love, it's Laura Ann, your host and healing mentor here on the Sensitive Collective Podcast. Hopping on before we dive into today's episode with an invitation to book a discovery call with me if you're feeling called to do that. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're curious about what working with me would look and feel like, um, maybe you are getting signs that you know it's time to receive some support and some guidance on your own healing and empowerment journey as a sensitive. Maybe you're feeling called to a service as a sensitive and you know there's some healing you know that you need to do with yourself before you're able to answer that call or even to really fully hear what it is your soul is calling you towards. Maybe you're just really tired of being tired. Maybe you're struggling um, with your intuition and trusting yourself and really um, speaking your truth. Maybe uh, as a sensitive, you're really finding that you're struggling in the areas of your relationships and it's starting to really take a toll on on your well-being and, and your sense of um, contentment and peace within yourself and within your life. And maybe, you know, you know that you're a sensitive and you've started to do some of the work, but you're, you're in a state of burnout or you're coming out on the other side of a state of burnout because um, you just haven't found a way yet to really claim your sensitivity as a superpower. And, um, you know, the, the ways in which you've been showing up for yourself to survive, they're just not cutting it anymore. And this could start, uh, even be starting to affect your your physical health, not to mention your, your mental and emotional health. And, you know, if you're not in a state of struggle, but you're feeling just more empowered and more inspired to um, take more intentional action in the direction of a life of your dreams in which you're thriving, you know, that's a great sign um, that this is time to start working with a guide as well. So if any of those reasons are, are pulling on your heart and um, you're, you're feeling a call to connect with me, um, it's, it's free, it's a, an awesome opportunity just for us to get to know each other a bit, and um, by the end of our, our time together on this call, uh, you'll, you'll have at least some more clarity around 
you know, where you're at and what the right next aligned steps are, um, whether or not that's working with me inside of healing mentorship. So I, I just love you so much. I'm so happy that you're here, you know, doing the work with yourself, listening to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for showing up here with me. Um, and you know, for, just trusting me as um, a guide in this space on your own journey of healing and empowerment as a sensitive. You're uh, doing great work. This is a, a really awesome introduction to boundaries and I'm excited for this series on boundaries. So without further ado, here we go. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Sensitive Collective Podcast. My name is Laura Ann. I am your host and healing mentor. And today we are talking about boundaries because boundaries are such an essential subject to go through with sensitives because all sensitives struggle with boundaries. And um, I've talked about boundaries before on the podcast, but it's been a while and I felt like it was time for a refresher. And um, I'm really going deep with you on the subject this time. So rather than you know have one really long episode, I'm, I'm going to split this up into a little series on boundaries. So for today, part one, we're really just focusing on why are boundaries such a struggle for us sensitives? You know, what, what is the deal with boundaries feeling like such a challenge? And if you get anything from this podcast today, I would hope that it is just giving yourself a freaking break. Um, I hear a lot of guilt and shame around feeling challenged with boundaries. It's definitely something I have carried myself feeling, um, like, you know, I should have done better. Like there, you know, I'm somehow, uh, it says something about me that I'm, I'm bad at boundaries and, um, just a certain amount of shame associated with with my challenge with it. And, um, I'm hoping that this episode helps you let go of any guilt or shame that you might be carrying around your own personal struggle with boundaries in, in your life and in your relationships. And really, you know, so just to normalize that experience for you and even beyond that, um, truthfully help you see that it's not a coincidence that all sensitives <laughs> struggle with boundaries. Um, it's, it's kind of an inevitable conclusion given the society and the culture that we exist in. And so um, that that's sort of my intention for the episode is just to help you understand why it is and um, not take any kind of um, personal value judgment from, from the fact that you may be struggling with boundaries. As sensitives, you know, we have such big hearts. We have such generous natures. We feel so deeply. We have so much love to give. Um, we have a deep call to service. And, you know, these are traits that, um, you know, can really be superpowers. And, um, you know, in, in societies and in culture where sensitivity is highly valued, appreciated, and respected, um, those people, those sensitives don't struggle as much with boundaries. 
because the narrative that they have about themselves and about their their innate sensitivity it's a very different narrative than the one that we internalize and inherit in western culture and western society where really sensitivity is synonymous with weakness so why are we struggling with boundaries it comes down to our programming and um you know uh in terms of the culture of sensitives being really respected and valued um in the highly sensitive person dr elaine aaron she actually speaks to this and and points to research that shows you know sensitive kids in um you know american and canadian uh classrooms and educational experiences have a have a very different um experience than sensitive kids in japanese classrooms because in japanese culture sensitivity is highly sought after praised valued and appreciated trait and um and so you know the the narratives that those kids are building for themselves the identity that they're building for themselves as children as they grow up the programming that they're receiving is very different from that of sensitive kids in in the western world so we have to talk about programming when we're talking about boundaries i know i talk about that a lot on the podcast and that's because it's important <laughs> because it it has um it has such an impact on on the way you know that we uh relate to ourselves and to other people you know all all animals have programming um you know there is a period of time as a living thing on this planet where you are being programmed for survival um it's just that you know the human animal timeline for programming to that sort of baseline of survivability um it's it's a longer timeline than a lot of the other animals out there um you know mama bird is kicking baby bird out of the nest way sooner than her human equivalents um but you know all animals are programmed to survive and in childhood it's really the first seven years that um you know we are getting that kind of baseline programming and we're just we're sponges and we are just taking in everything around us um you know what are what's acceptable what's not acceptable what are social norms what are what's expected of me how am I rewarded? When am I punished? You know, all of these different things that we're experiencing all the time at all levels is the programming that all children receive in order to survive their childhood and reach adulthood and, and get into, you know, the reproductive stage of their biology. And sensitive kids are, are super duper absorbent sponges. <laughs> Sensitives because of the innate quality of our sensitivity and our perceptiveness, our uh, emotional attunement, our ability to um, you know intuit and understand um, the the subtleties and nuances of the emotions and the energy and the internal landscapes of, of the people around us, um, we the depth of processing that we are having of the program we're receiving, is just so much more um, than that of our compatriots. And um, because 
it's our programming as a sensitive. We're reacting to other people's reactions to our sensitivity on an ongoing basis. And in a culture where sensitivity is synonymous with weakness and, you know, as a minority of the population, our experiences, our reactions, our, our energy isn't what the norm is calibrated to. Um, our, our programming as sensitives comes down to a lot at a time, there's something wrong with me, I'm not enough, I'm unlovable. Those are some of the core limiting beliefs that we as sensitives pick up through our programming as children. Um, I can remember, it's one of my earlier memories, and I don't know what we were watching, but um, we were watching something my parents must have thought was age appropriate because they were watching it with me on TV. And something was happening to one of the characters that, you know, it was hinting at... um, them being hurt and and I just I couldn't take it it felt really devastating it felt super intense I felt really overwhelmed and upset by what I was seeing and I don't know if I verbally communicated to them to turn it off and they like it took a minute or what but I just remember running screaming crying from the room like no 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 ah!" like just tears streaming down my face um, I must have been like four or five, and and then of course, you know, my parents you know, come in to the room and they're checking on me. Are you okay? They're trying to reassure me, and you know, I'm sure my parents' minds they're like, you know, we're we're comforting and taking care of our kid, but this sensitive kid could feel in between all this stuff, and I was in, intuiting and perceiving all of the unsaid things. You know, couples have kind of nonverbal language with each other and and they were reacting to my reaction and they were kind of reacting with each other to my reaction and what I saw was they think there's something wrong with me oh my god there's something wrong with me this isn't normal I'm not normal there's something wrong with me you know through the shock of their kind of like because clearly they were in shock (laughs) they thought whatever we were watching was gonna be okay for me Um, and when it wasn't, there was that element of like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with her? And never in a million years did they have verbalized, there's something wrong with you, girl. But that was kind of the narrative that was going on for them. And that was something that I emotionally, energetically absorbed and picked up on and then internalized. Um, and so that's just one example. I mean, think about how many thousands and thousands of experiences you had as a kid where you saw someone else reacting to your reaction and what you internalized about that on a very deep subconscious level um, and, and what that meant about your, um, your value as a person and, and how that translated to your nervous system of like your safety and your likelihood of being accepted versus being rejected, which is very key uh, piece to surviving is you know being really accepted and loved by your tribe and how over time you know experiences and experiences layered and layered on top of one another um, from you know trauma with a lowercase t to trauma with a capital T and everything in between um, you start to internalize these limiting beliefs and, and develop these core wounds 
of, you know, the worthiness wound, the not enough, there's something wrong with me. I'm unlovable. And again, and again, and again, these experiences continue to happen until it's just fully internalized as truth with a capital T. You know, these become not just limiting beliefs, but core limiting beliefs. And, and this not enough wound, this worthiness wound, um, is then, you know, it's determining the way then that, that you are showing up in relationship to others. And as sensitives, so often um, what we learn is, you know, I'm, I'm not enough. I'm not worthy of love. There's something wrong with me. Um, and so how do I feel loved and accepted? Well, it just so happens we have this really magical and amazing toolkit of all of these intuitive innate abilities custom tailored to, um, you know, managing the emotions uh, and minimizing conflict and, you know, all these things around us. And when we sort of dip into that, our, our sensitivity, you know, kind of superpowers, we start to see like, oh, wow, I can be loved and loved and accepted for these things like this this actually makes me valuable to other people um you know in a very kind of shadowed aspect of our innate gifts of sensitivity um and i say that because it's not that we value ourselves and love ourselves and accept ourselves and see our sensitivity for being really amazing but rather we're externalizing that and seeing how when I use my gifts to help other people and when I use my gifts to put their needs before my own, that's when I'm valued, accepted, and loved. That's how I'm going to get the acceptance that I crave. That's how I'm going to get the love that I want and that I need in order to survive. And so we start trying it out and we get positive results. And so we continue to do it and again and again. And that's how people pleasing is born it is a nervous system response it is a survival strategy and not having boundaries is a successful survival strategy for sensitives until it's not so there's nothing wrong with you for having not great boundaries the reason you don't have great boundaries is because it was important that you didn't have great boundaries to survive. That was the lesson that you internalized. That was the way your nervous system was wired based on the data and the programming that you had as a sensitive kid. So again, just leave the shame and the guilt at the door. If you're carrying any of that around with you, just remind yourself like this was how I was wired to survive. And oh, PS and by the way, thanks. Cause it worked. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> You're here. You made it through. And and that's the beauty of you know being on this this journey of of healing and empowerment as a sensitive and the journey that is life. You now get to to look and see, you know, what are my patterns of survival? What are the survival strategies that have gotten me this far? And what are the ones that are no longer serving? Um, and so often that's when you come to me and it's very often when you're in, um, a relationship 
that is kind of toxic, like a codependent relationship that really makes it's so much harder to ignore that this survival strategy of no boundaries that I've had my whole life, it's actually not only not serving me, but it's actually causing me harm. And I want to do something about it. I want to, I want to change my experience. And, and that's beautiful. And you can. You totally can. I have done so much work on boundaries with myself. It's like almost hard for me to remember the lack of boundaries, like what the lived reality of that was for me, you know, even 10 years ago. Um, I think I didn't even really know what a boundary was 10 years ago. And um, I was constantly trying to manage other people's feelings. I felt responsible for everybody else's emotions. I, um, I took every little piece of criticism so personally. You know, I felt everybody's... Um, I felt everybody's stuff so, so deeply and I, I never I never created a boundary there and so I was just like overwhelmed and overstimulated and uh, at, at an overcapacity all of the freaking time. Um, and today, I have like really healthy boundaries. In fact, I think I even had a little bit of a pendulum swing in the opposite direction where like my boundaries were castle walls for a while and now I feel like I've come back the other direction and they're much more reasonable um and you know we'll talk a little bit more about styles of boundaries next week and and how we might move between them um in different seasons of life and through different relationships but um I think for today mission accomplished I hope I hope intention accomplished I hope this episode has helped to normalize for you the experience as a sensitive that is really struggling with boundaries, um, that there is nothing wrong with you, and that you absolutely have the power and the capacity to decide to shift your relationship with boundaries and um, you know make different choices and show up and relate to yourself and the others in your life in a more boundaried way. So... Um, I hope that this has felt supportive for you. I'm really excited to dive in next week and talk about um, you know, what boundaries are and the different styles of boundaries that we can have. If you um, have any like questions for me about this episode or about anything, you can always reach me um, via email, lauraann at sensitivecollective.com. Um, and uh, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, uh, it's at sensitive.collective and of course I'll link those in today's show notes. I always love to hear from you um, and you know if you had something you wanted me to speak to on the podcast I'd, I'd love to hear um, what those questions or suggestions are. So that's it for today. As always I would love to close out with a reminder um, for myself, for my inner child and for you. You're doing the best you can where you're at with what you've got and I love you.